You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 526. So just understand that your authority is building with those other stations. And so the fact that you're going to continue to call and go, dude, I'm on seven stations. Like you're really the only one left that's out here. I know at some point you're going to accept my price. They will break. When they break, it might be a month, might be a few months, but I've never had a station that over a time, if I continue to follow up, would not eventually accept that lower price. They will. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. I'm your host, Chris Arnold. I love these shows. These are some of my favorite. When we get to talk to REI Radio students, that have launched on radio in the midst of everything that's going on and are closing deals. The guest we have on today, wait till you hear his numbers, his return, his story. This is super exciting. So here's what you're going to get by the time you finish it. We have some students that come in on REI radio and they kind of get up going slowly, just depend on their budget and you know how seasoned they are. And then you get someone like my guest today that comes on and within a matter of a couple of months is already on seven stations and just rocking and rolling and got deals closed and in the pipeline. So you're going to want to tune in for this. So very pleased, excited, and very proud of this student, Chad Young. Welcome to the show, buddy. How are you? Thanks, Chris. How are you doing? I'm, I'm good, man. I will try and match your energy and enthusiasm, but you got like two or three hours on me. I'm still in the first couple hours of doing business today. So. Don't worry, man. I'll wake you up, buddy. I'll wake you up. So background, people that don't know Chad Young, how long you've been in the game, a little bit about your business. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, background, I am a father of one soon, and we have twins on the way, so we'll be father of three soon. Married Congrats, two. man. That's a big deal. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, pray for me, man. We'll have three kids under two, so it's going to be an exciting time. You could have seen the head bubble there. It's going to be exciting time. That's a great gesture. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be crazy. Incredibly blessed man. I live in North Idaho. Beautiful up here. Married to the woman of my dreams. I own a janitorial company right now that we're actually in the process of selling because this has taken off and done so well. And I've always wanted to be in real estate from a, a super young age. And I have been in wholesaling for... Launched my company on the first of the year officially. So oh, I mean... Here. January. Yeah. yeah. That dude, wait, wait till you hear these numbers if you're tuning in, considering the fact that Chad just launched January of 2020. Well, good for you, man. What made you again, people listening, it's always the inspirational story when someone goes from working a job or transitioning from an industry to another industry. A lot of people listening, that's the dream, right? Like, I want to do this full time. Chad, to those maybe listening, what would you tell them about kind of making that jump? you know, maybe a little bit of wisdom or how, how do you do that? Because there's a lot of fear around that. That's a big jump. It totally is. Yeah. And I kind of want to set the stage too with, I started a janitorial company with my wife eight years ago when we got married to have money to invest into real estate. And last year I realized I did not need a whole lot of money to invest into real estate. And that, and that business basically ran on autopilot. 
Um, I was in it like a couple hours a week managing our manager and she managed our staff. Yeah, we had a kid last year and I got really serious about wanting to pursue real estate. I had a lot of time and by God's grace, I had a lot of money from the janitorial. And I got connected with a wholesaler who actually went through the Wholesaling Inc. program. He mailed one of our rentals, uh, his flyer, and I called him. I'm like, I want to be on your buyer's list. I then found out what wholesaling was. I then jumped on that bandwagon. I then, yeah, and it was all downhill from there, man. It's been a, a huge blessing. I love risk and reward. So that's something I've always been like a business person. And it's just a numbers game for me. I look at what other people have done. And if they did it, there's no reason I shouldn't be able to. Absolutely. Yeah. So people always like to know, like from January 1, everyone's always really curious about marketing channels and so forth. So before radio, how were you coming across most of your deals? What was kind of working for you? Yeah, I was one of those guys that kind of wanted to throw everything at the wall and see what stuck. Because, and I know that's like the opposite of what they recommend. Like focus on one, dial it in, move on to the next. And I'm like, do Google ads, do PPC, do direct mail, do doorknob. Like just get the volume going. And so we did cold calling, uh, lead Sherpa texting platform, uh, direct mail. We did a couple other marketing channels and we, and we saw traction from those. We did two deals from those. Okay. Yeah. But the first deal we did was like a $50,000 deal. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is sweet. <laughs> and so I love that when that happens, when someone gets in, does that first deal and gets a good pop because yeah. you probably agree at that point, there was no looking back. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I just made one deal. What I about half of what I made the whole last year with staff of like 11 people. And I'm like, that's a joke. <laughs> Good for you, man. Good for you. Yeah. So let's hop into some meat. So my first question is, like, what attracted you to radio? Again, you're a guy that's saying, hey, I got in. I was experimenting with some different things. But every time we choose a marketing channel, it kind of has to go through some type of decision process. Maybe what were the initial qualities that drew you to radio to go, you know what? I think this might be a good marketing channel for my, my business. That's a great question. So having tried out a lot of other marketing channels, cold call, text blasting, things like that, uh, direct mail, a lot of outbound, I kind of realized I wasn't crazy about outbound marketing. And so we're doing a whole shift to shift our entire business to a lot, probably 90% uh, inbound. And uh, I just, I mean, you have probably done the texting platforms and things like that, where you get some responses where it's like, wow, I, I think I really made that person mad. <laughs> like they, they took that really seriously for like a kind of warm text. And to be totally honest, when I get those texts, I'm like, gosh, man, what, like, why are they texting me? They don't know me. And, or why is this guy cold calling me? And I can't even understand him and things like that. And so we're in this to help people. We're in this to solve problems and to serve people ultimately. And I just didn't feel I was doing that to the best of my ability with the amount of people I was maybe angering. Spamming might be the word. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny, Chad. I I completely relate with you on that. You know, those marketing channels work. And if you're listening in and you're doing well with them, we're not deterring you, telling you not to do them. But what you'll also realize is that you have preferences um, as a business owner. Maybe you have certain things that you value and don't value. And so, Chad, I I don't like the feeling of spamming someone. Yeah. Um, the word I use is it feels a little bit um, sleazy. And with radio, I felt like I was doing something that was more sophisticated. Um, maybe describe it as something that was more professional 
And then I knew because of those things, it was actually building the strength of my brand, not taking away from my reputation because I was sparing people. You relate with that? 100%. Yeah. And you hear a lot of these people, like um, a lot of the major texting platforms, they're like, hey, when you text, like, don't put your business name and like maybe use an alias name. And I'm like, what? Like, this is branding. That's just not the type of outreach I really wanted to do. And and there's guys that are doing it and killing it. And that's awesome. And they're doing really well. And they're they're still able to help and serve people. It's just what avenue I want to get to those people is different for me. And I always tell people, as you choose your marketing channel, it's a lot like dating. It's a lot like marriage. You have to define the qualities in your mate that you want. And Chad, the qualities you were looking for in your spouse are probably different than mine, right? And one is not right or wrong. It's what's best fit for us. I always tell people, you're more likely to be successful with marketing if you choose things that fit your style. So if you're doing something and you hate the way it makes you feel or it just doesn't feel right, then stop doing it. Go find a marketing channel that you can be excited about. And radio, I love talking about radio. It's so easy for me to continue to talk about it because I respect it. Um, and it makes me feel good to do it. And I think that's obviously played into why I've been successful. And Chad, why right off the bat, man, you have just come out of the gate swinging on this thing. So let's get into setting it up. People always want to know... Everything is work. Uh, everything to set up takes a little bit of time to do that. With radio in comparison, I lose you as a great example. You've done text blasting. So you set up that system. You set up a cold calling system. How did radio compare to those marketing channels in the sense of the difficulty to launch it and get it off the ground? Radio was more difficult, in my opinion, because for cold calling, for the texting platforms, the day I wanted to get into those, I was texting people. I was cold calling. We had people lined up to do that. And, and you guys kind of set the expectation up front that you know, there's negotiations or challenges, things like that, which I like. I like negotiations and challenges. But um, I, it was probably about two months after I started the program that we got on our first radio. And it was two months of like pretty solid negotiations with the, the companies. And, and I didn't think they're going to budge. And, and I still have stations that aren't going to budge. They're just... I mean, I don't know. I'm five months into it now and they haven't budged yet. I'm not going to stop, but I don't know if they'll budge. So it was a little more difficult to set up because it took more time and it took more perseverance. But, but now that it's set up, I'm on the opposite side of that spectrum where there's a lot of maintenance, things like that with texting, cold calling. There's very little maintenance with radio. So it's, it's a give and take. It's a harder, in my opinion, a harder entry with more reward. I love that. It's great feedback because if you've been listening to the students that we brought on, I usually ask on a scale of one to 10, you know, how difficult you thought it was to set up radio. Um, and we get a lot of twos and threes, but Chad, I like your perspective because you're kind of coming in and every person's experience is different. And this is just good feedback in the sense of your experience going, okay, in comparison to the other ones, I felt like I could get them up faster. And again, to kind of put context, You've been with radio for four months, meaning it took you two months to set it up. And when we say set it up, that's just negotiate that price because we're buying at a discount. And then you've been live um, for two months. And to give context, of course, of the stations you've negotiated, you've knocked it on seven. Is that right? Yeah, seven. There's two yeah, more. That's, I really that's, that's not bad. That's, that's pretty good out of your negotiations. Okay. But you're absolutely right. You know, Let's say you do get into something like radio. And Chad's experience is, okay, this feels like a heavier lift on the front end than maybe some of the other ones. 
But I love what you said in contrast. Now that it's set up, would you agree it's pretty much set and forget it? You just answer the phone when it rings and make sure you pay your phone bill. There's not really any maintenance like you get with direct mail and all the other things that need continual work. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So that's good. I hope you heard that. That's some good feedback just kind of coming in with a different experience. So let's talk about some of the success you had. You're, you're on seven stations. You've been advertising roughly, we said, for about two months, for about eight weeks. And in eight weeks, you've already closed two deals. Paid out, right? Those two deals that you closed, what was the uh, profit that you brought in on each of those deals? Yeah, that's a good question. And, and I, I was kind of mentioning our, our KPIs were in the transition into a different um, CRM right now. And so not everything's plugged in, but the two assignment fees were 31000 and a 26000 So, <laughs> And that's not bad, buddy, to get in, to be advertising for two months and already have put $26,000 check in your pocket and a $31,000 check in your pocket. Yeah. Now, on top of that, you and I were talking, you also have two deals that are pending, right? Uh, three pending, two of them closed this week. So two more closing this week on the books. And then you have another one on top of that. Now, you and I were doing just some conservative math because as you said, you know, you're billing out all your KPIs. So I said, hey, let's be conservative about this. So when those five deals closed, we were roughly estimating doing a projected profit that you'd be around about 150000 conservatively off of those five deals. Is that right? Yeah, I read about that. Okay. How much have you spent on radio year to day? When I say year to day, last two months. <laughs> Oh man, you're not gonna want to know. Like, and I'm including the numbers I purchased for everything under ten thousand. Okay, so I'll round that up to ten thousand. Yeah. So as of right now, and again, I tell people all the time, what I tell people on radio is you should expect about a return about one to three to one to four. But if you're looking at Chad, and again, he's off to the races. We'll need more long-term data to see where you land. Totally. And as of right now. Looking at this snapshot in time, you're looking at about a 1 to 15 return. Yeah. Now, let's say those deals maybe take another month to close. So maybe we'll go, okay, your next month, you're spending a few thousand dollars more on radio, right? So maybe that moves that up to thirteen to 14000 You're still like 1 to 13, 1 to 14. That means for every dollar you're spending, you're getting anywhere from 13 to $15 back in this moment in snapshot. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful. God is good. Like that's been, it's allowed us, like I said before with the janitorial, like we've been blessed with having a higher income. And so this is just allowing us to do even more. It's like it's to pull out of something I'm not very passionate about and dive head on into something I've been passionate about for the last 15 years of my life, which is real estate. So, Yeah, absolutely. And to bring context on the seven stations, because people always go, you know, Chad, is this affordable, right? I'm, I'm newer to real estate. I, I have a smaller budget. Maybe I'm spending a few thousand dollars a month on direct mail or yeah. you know, I'm running a cold call system and I'm paying for some cold callers, et cetera. On the seven stations, we said that you're spending what, about 3,700 a month for seven radio stations? Yeah, that's about that. And we're, we're in a much smaller market, very different from like the markets you're in or the Phoenixes, things like that. Our, our combined... We actually cross the state line because I live in Idaho and we, we advertise in Spokane, Washington. That's where the radio towers are based out of. Um, in our, we're about 750,000 between those two counties to put it in perspective. 
still pretty good. And if you listen, 750,000 is what we call cumes, the size of a listenership. 750,000 is, is a pretty substantial amount of cubes. I wouldn't say it's crazy, but that's pretty high. And if you're listening and you're asking, does radio work in a smaller market or a mid-sized market? You know, Chris, do I have to be in a market like yours? This is only going to work in Dallas or Phoenix. What I always tell people is this works in any market. And the value of being in a smaller market is your budget is going to be so much less than mine. So Chad, your budget is 3750 for seven stations. My budget in Dallas for that is 27500 yeah. That shows you the value of potentially being in a small market. And probably one of the reasons why your dollar per dollar return is going to probably be continually greater than mine because your cost is so much less. So now that you've been up on radio you know, for a couple months and you're advertising, anything new that you picked up on that you know, um, you know what, I also like this about radio. This is kind of another great quality that I picked up on um, in the sense of, this being a marketing channel in comparison to others? Good question. With the change in migrating our CRM and things like that, uh, it's been a, a busy past couple months. And the thing I like about radio is it, it works. Uh, I'm just trying to kind of figure out right now, like we, we're getting a lot of rural leads and things like that. I'm just, I'm learning. I'm honestly, I'm learning a lot. I, I'm learning. I don't need to spend time on those. I need to get off those phone calls quicker while still being able to serve them. But uh, I mean, I know it will build our brand, which I'm grateful for. I'm, I'm learning a lot about becoming like an authority in your market versus an expert and things like that. And so I know that will help build our brand. I can talk to somebody and like, this was a really cool thing. I had a guy call me to sell his house and he runs like a million dollar sales program where he teaches companies how to sell all over the US. And when he called in, I hadn't looked at my phone. And so I was like, hey, thanks for calling Homebuyer. This is Chad. He's like, oh, hey, this is so-and-so. I'm like, hey, did you hear about us from our radio ads or from one of our direct mail pieces or blah, blah, blah. And the guy's like, let me stop you. That is amazing. You just disarmed any amount of questioning that I had because I know that you're on radio. I know that you're doing this. And, and so seeing this guy that ran this huge sale program was like, hey, this is cool. You basically like just gave me your authority up front. Now I don't need to question it. And so I really liked that. You just, you come across as a much like... <laughs> Nobody that calls knows I've been doing this for, I don't know, eight months, nine months. They don't know that. <laughs> Agreed. That's why we call it instant credibility. So if you're newer to the game and your name and experience within your city is not as much as, let's say, some of the other guys and women, the bigger boys, right? You can come in and immediately have credibility in the eyes of the consumer because they don't know. They figure if you're advertising on radio, you must be around for a while because only people that advertise on radio are seasonal and experts. Yeah. And then Chad, I think you're going to get on top of that. And you'll start to experience the celebrity status. And that's when the public begins to elevate you. That's when vendors start to call you and offer you discounted prices on construction. And it's just amazing the way in which you'll start to become magnetic um, because of radio, which I love. Now, you touched, it's interesting, switching over to CRMs. You're like us. Um, you're using uh, RE Simply, which I think is one of the best things to come onto the market right now because it's taking literally everything we pay all a cart for, right? Whether that be driving for dollars, QuickBooks, um, you know, tracking all of your KPIs, call like it puts everything we're paying for that's expensive and puts it into one place. So you're making that jump and that transition as well, right? 
segmented. Yeah. Like there's, I still have my call rail and I still have some other things. Like we have our cash buyer list in Podio. I agree with you. It's in a sense, I think it's going to be the best program out there and, and quickly, but there's still some stuff like the, there's still some integration I can't do yet for call tracking and things like that. It'll get there. And I think within the next couple months, but. Yeah, no, that's why I love Ari Simply. It's, we're kind of on the front end of that transition of yeah. getting off of Podio, which was never built for real estate, yeah. getting into you know, a CRM that was actually built for wholesalers um, like us. So I know people always kind of hear us talking about it. So I always tell people to go check it out. Um, it's a system that I think you're going to hear about more and more. And so just like Chad and I switched over to that, you can go to... Um, Ari Simply, that's R-E-S-I-M-P-L-I.com forward slash Chris. Everybody always wants a discount. So I see posts all the time, Chad, like I'm looking for a good CRM. So I'm always recommending people to check this out because this is really going to kind of be the future CRM for us as wholesalers. So definitely go check it out and, and get a discount. So Dude, what's the discount? I'm not even getting a discount. <laughs> that, you get a free list stacking if you used uh, my uh, promo code on that. Oh, you, sweet. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, yeah, you get list stacking for free and all the new products that come down the line that might have an additional cost to them, you're grandfathered in like family and friends. And so you get discounts. Oh, sweet. On top of that. So absolutely. So everyone's always like, <laughs> Chris, if you got something you like, it's your responsibility to go talk with the owner and get us a discount. So, yeah. I do. so yeah, just go to Simply. that's with an I.com forward slash Chris and uh, check it out and uh, take a look and see if you're looking for a CRM. So here's my question. Now you're looking at radio. I mean, you've got seven stations in two months. And I'm, it's funny as I'm kind of getting to know your personality, you're a low-key guy, right? In the beginning, you're like, I'm going to keep up with my energy. But I can tell you're systematic, you're methodical. Uh, and I really appreciate people with your personality because you really think through things. You're probably well more planned than most of us. So being two months in, I know you're still learning the game. Like, what are you thinking you want to see happen with radio? Do you want to add on more stations? Do you want to, what are you thinking? I, uh, I've thought of, uh, actually this morning, I was just thinking about that. I'm, I'm fairly capped as far as the amount of stations I can be on. There's two other ones that I want to be on in our market. And I was even emailing the rep this morning um, and she just won't budge and I can't get her to budge, which is okay. I understand that, but I'm kind of capped and, and you teach us in the program running all these reports to talk about the amount of listenership, those cumes you were talking about, and the amount of homeowners on each station, which is obviously vital if you're owning homes. And it's just, it won't be worth it, I don't think, in my limited experience to pursue a lot of those smaller stations because they're, they're going to be about the same cost as what my larger stations are. Um, I've touched base with some of them already, and I'm looking at like a third of the listenership. And I just, maybe that's worth it. Probably not something I'm going to explore where kind of pouring into some other inbound marketing right now as well. But yeah, I'd love to be on those other two stations, but uh, well, maybe we'll jump on a call after this and you can tell me how to crack this nut. They'll always break. Um, and here's the thing I'm going to tell you again, just a tip if someone's listening. What happens with radio is when you go in and you first negotiate on the first station, you don't really have any credibility. You're not in the game. They don't know who you are. So you have to work harder, but the momentum shifts um, and what begins to happen is the more stations you get on, the more they begin to reach out to you because they see you as a player. So just understand that your authority is building with those other stations. And so the fact that you're going to continue to call and go, 
dude, I'm on seven stations. Like you're really the only one left that's out here. I know at some point you're going to set my price. They will break. When they break, it might be a month, might be a few months, but I've never had a station that over a time, if I continue to follow up, would not eventually accept that lower price. They will. But now you've got the credibility behind you. I was just talking to Mitch Kaluzzi about this, who I'm super excited to have on. He's like you. He's literally bought almost every radio station in his entire market. And he's like, now when I call, he's like, it's a different game because I got the upper hand. I know with these stations because I've literally picked up every station in my market. And so he really begins to feel that shift. And so that's the biggest thing I would tell you about your mindset is you got the, the upper hand right now. So if you're listening, obviously, and you want to see a face, we always encourage you um, to check us out on YouTube. I put um, additional uh, information and videos over there that we can't always put on the podcast. So if you're good looking for additional free value, stuff like that, um, definitely go check us out on YouTube and go to Chris Arnold Real Estate. And you can subscribe over there and uh, check out some additional content um, that will be great for you. So if you're listening in, and again, you're just hearing story after story about radio, we rounded the corner. You know, We've been around really since the beginning of the year uh, teaching radio. Now we've had enough time for a student um, to get up, to run, to start closing deals. And you feel like, listen to this guy, Chad, and you're going, my goodness, this guy's been up two months via the current environment. Chad, I think I brought this up. I was like, COVID and you were just like, man, if it's radio's this good during this time, I'm trying to even picture what's going to happen next year. And there's no question that everything we're doing is being challenged. It's not running at its optimal level. And so markets, of course, um, are being picked up and sold out. And so you want to book a call and see if your market's available, hop on. But at this question um, point in time, uh, there really is no question that I've been saying it. And now students are telling you that uh, radio is one of the best channels out there to add into your business. So go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash REI radio. Again, that's wholesalinginc.com forward slash REI radio. As I always tell you, begin with questions, do your due diligence, and uh, make sure it's a great fit for you. So Chad, wrapping up, um, I'm, I'm just laughing. I, I think I'm more excited about what's happening in your business. You are, but I'm just so excited. And I just want to tell you, man, I'm super proud of you publicly to come in two months starting. Okay, let's look at the context. You started real estate in January. You started it in one of the toughest years, right? That you could begin it with everything that's going on without question. On top of that, you got in, you got your radio set up. You've been on two months. You got in, did what you need to do. You've closed two transactions. You got three pending. Dude, I'm proud of you, man. That's a huge deal. Super excited. So if anything, I hope you get off this call, man, and just realize, man, you're kicking ass. That's the best way I can say it. Wrapping up, Chad. If someone's listening, you know, and kind of still riding the fence or going, you know, I really think I should do this radio thing, but you know how it is. It's always that decision to kind of pull the trigger. What do you want to leave the audience with? Maybe that person that's kind of contemplating, you know, should I consider doing radio? What would you tell them? Yeah. Examine what you want to do for your business. Like Chris was saying, it's got to fit your personality style. This one really fit our personality style. I love it. It's been a huge blessing for us and it could be a huge blessing for for the listeners as well, if it's, uh, if it kind of dovetails with what they want to do. And this did for us. And so, yeah, if, if this fits what you want to do, do it. Yeah. It's just, it's just a numbers game. When thousands and hundreds of thousands of people hear your message, people call. 
Yeah, absolutely. And at this point, you're on 750,000 cues, I think you said. That is a lot of people. Here That's our total population. Um, I think our total cues with all of our station are maybe 325, 325,000. Wow. You're getting a big part of the population. And so, yeah, let me go back earlier. I said 750,000 cubes. So your population is 750. Your cubes are 350, which yeah. is huge. I mean, that, and you're, you're going to own that city. Everybody's going to know your brand and uh, who you are. So, and thanks so much uh, for joining us today. Super excited to have brought Chad on for him to share his story. Until next time, we will catch you soon and add more value. Thanks so much. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.